Becker, Scotty, the rumor mill is spinning. Did you hear? Did you hear? <laughs> what? Oh, my God. There's a couple big Beatles rumors out there this week. You guys didn't hear this. Okay. All right. First, the first one. Did you hear that they just announced uh, the, these Black Friday record store day releases? You, have you heard this? I saw I that the list came out. Yeah. Through a very reliable, anonymous source that this year we're going to get a special drop on Black Friday Record Store Day. And that special drop is one of these, you know, these Beatles white whales. It's it's the roadrunner of Beatles, as you will. If we are the coyotes, the wily coyotes of, of these unreleased Beatles tracks, from what I'm hearing, we are getting a 45 of the, the long thought lost McCartney track, etc. from the White Album Sessions. Huge news, guys. Huge. And I am so excited. I'm sure you are, too. It's like an infomercial, guys. But wait, there's more. Okay? Because that is not the only rumor that's <laughs> dropped this week. <laughs> Tied to this release, wow. etc. I'm hearing that famed director Peter Jackson, he of Lord of the Rings, of The Heard Hobbit, of... Bad Taste, the B-movie that no one really watched besides me in high school, also of the upcoming uh, <laughs> Get Back series, has been hired to turn Etc. into a 14-hour, seven-part prequel miniseries for Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Can't wait. Let's go! <laughs> no. Good evening, my Blotto Scruffs. Thank you for making some time for us. As always, you we recommend you grab a tankard of your favorite ale, maybe even a flagon of nice red wine, and drink along as we're about to take on one, if not the only Beatles track that exists as both an early and late Beatles tune at the same time. And we're doing that with a great guest. Welcome back to Blotto Beatles, celebrated the world over as the leading groggy gurus of Beatles broadcasting. I am Becker, and we are in episode um, episode 34. As a reminder, we are the podcast where a couple of friends have a couple of drinks and come together to discuss and rank a single Beatles song. Um, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here with those friends, of course. Uh, I love him. You know him. He's the only person I'd run to the station to catch. It's Tommy Face the Strange. We do that every week, or what do you think? I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm trying it out for a little bit. How has your week been, my friend? Because we are doing back to we're doing back to back jacks here. This is uh, we usually go we're nearly we go uh, every other week real time usually, right but because of the uh, you know people are still talking about the famed lost episode of Blotto Beatles with Ethan Alexanian. You know they're they're already searching the web. They're you know from what I hear, LimeWire yeah. and Napster are a, 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 they're all a titter right now trying <laughs> to find this lost episode it. of Blotto Beatles, but. <laughs> Um, so we, we had to jump on here to back-to-backs, and that is also because we are uh, planning a, as three friends with our families to hang out in a responsible outdoor camping trip next weekend with our, our, our yeah, full friends and, and full families, wives, kids, the whole shebang, and I'm excited for that as well. But 
Good to see you, man. How are you doing? Yeah, I, I didn't see you, my mean to, I didn't mean to go on um, with we a got full, like, paragraph there in my my intro but that's what happened so we're gonna we're gonna live with it <laughs> there's something famous that happens whenever you're like i'm just gonna take a quick yeah. moment and say something. wait just just for me or for all of us <laughs> oh, okay. uh from all oh, of us. Few. we all don't right. know what brevity means uh yep. there's another man here and uh this man he he might not even pick me up at the airport but i know that he'd send a limousine he's the george new martin england. of new england oh my it's scotty c how you doing my bud Oh, I'm great. I'm, I'm doing real good. Here we are again. It was just yeah. like a week ago. It was just a week ago. We had a lot of fun by ourselves yeah. a week ago. And I, yeah. I was about to say we should keep this pretty tight because I we had a ton of tangents last week. But I think we're pretty fun. We got some nice messages, but a, a couple yeah. of tangents. So I did have a I did have one point I wanted to make before we bring on our guest is uh, I forgot to tell you guys that I told my grandfather. About Wait, what? Podcast, Papa and knows? I tried to explain. No, you don't. <laughs> he knows about because the I've kept so it. I tried to when, be like, oh, you know, uh, kept it a secret. I just have never wanted to bring it up, but we were hanging out for a couple of days on the Cape. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to tell him like what I'm up to. And so we just boiled it down to that. There is a radio show I do on the internet that I talk about the Beatles. <laughs> and he paused for a minute and just said, uh, uh, why are you doing that shit? <laughs> so, uh, we have so that ringing in One, one thing I know Papa. about Papa is that when you're on the Cape, you and Scotty and I like to play the game of disc golf together right and that's uh, we we, yeah. we we that's kind of a tradition anytime you're, you're coming into town we try and pick a morning where we can get out there for a couple hours and, and throw some discs some call it frolf but we're serious about the game so we, we call it by its given name disc golf and i do know that when you get home papa asks how you did and then basically from your storytelling asks okay. if i did better than you <laughs> so to yeah, yeah, he always wants to know if I beat you. Did or he ask about me. the radio show? Who's better? The quote unquote radio show? If <laughs> who's the better host? <laughs> who's the better host? I mean, sir, I think because I'm blood that he'll accept me more from a uh, just like a personality perspective. So you have, that's you one of those moments where he says, one, but... "I like Becker better because I have to." <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm, <laughs> that's my inference there. <laughs> Um, I do really want to get to our guest real quick, but I want to um, just do a couple of housekeeping right. things real quick that we had since we dropped our last episode earlier this week. Um, I wanted to say very sincerely that we had a listener to drop us a couple of coins oh in the coffer goodness. and bought us a round of drinks. So thank I really you, appreciate you. that. You give us beer money. I can't afford another shot of cheese. They did Venmo, yeah. So thank you so much. We really appreciate that. If anyone else is interested, um, you can do all that at uh, com. I also think, guys, I don't know. There's probably a price point where you could buy the magical mystery Oof. word for an episode if you so chose. You know, I don't, I don't know what that is, but um, you know, I if you do. donate enough, you'll you'll certainly find out. You know. And then um, one last bit, we got a really got a couple of nice notes the other day, but we got a really nice note from David out of Belfast. And I wanted to highlight it a bit because it made me feel pretty good. And he, he has a couple of bullets of what he likes about the show. He likes One, he said than Tommy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah, there's three bullet points. The third one is, can you replace that Tommy guy? <laughs> 
The first one is saying he he likes the magical mystery word, something he might might bring into his own uh, social nights, which I liked. He said that he enjoyed the subtle fizz of cans being open during the recording. And I want to tell everyone that's totally legit. That is not a sound effect. That's that's when we're cracking new beer. But my favorite, favorite one, and I hope this is, I think, why we're doing the pod, because he said the genuine friendship among the, the hosts and the love of the Beatles apparent with each episode. And that, that really meant a lot to me, because I think that's, that's why we're doing that. So uh, thank you so much, David. Like a, a note like that is huge. Like the fact that we're putting this out in the world and someone from Ireland is writing us back and, and telling us. That I, I was, really I was actually so about to make so a much. joke that it turns out the acting lessons have paid off, but... I, you know, like, I think it, with sincerity, like, we are, like, three, these are my, my two, you know, two of my best friends in the whole world. I've known for, you know, 20 plus years. And um, and that keeps coming up on, on the Apple iTunes uh, reviews, which, by the way, you can like and subscribe on Apple iTunes, you know, on, on your on your podcast app of choice. But when we see those, those reviews and they, they keep saying, like, these are clearly good friends who, who have a good time, like, I think all we ever wanted from this this dumb pandy project that we started right and david i've been i've been trying to write an email back to david for you know the six weeks since we we got that original email because i spent a lot of time in in (laughs) not a lot of time but i spent a a vacation chunk of time in belfast and had an awesome time and i keep trying to say like things i did and drafting these things that sound stupid but um david let's talk oh you're uh, you're having a problem with uh, brevity (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so to go on what i'm gonna <laughs> uh, no, d- <laughs> david thanks a ton i did drop him a note i threatened to tell him i did tell him that the blottos are yes. coming to ireland i think we're getting a little waylaid because of the uh, pandemic we are trying to come early in the next year some of the blottos and that might not be happening but uh i think there's something to drink in ireland i've heard um i think so it, if yeah. there is, we're coming they, they have a beer it's called guinness it's supposed to be delicious. <laughs> Guinness. It's delicious. The black beer. <laughs> uh, oh, my Guinness. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. We have a guest here, and she's been Very so patient. fantastically patient <laughs> yeah. with us. And she's giving us her Friday evening. So I, I want to get down to it. Scotty, you want to get down to it? I'm ready. I got Not one more thing to time, no, just so. <laughs> 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 All right. We've known about her since before we started this journey. Uh, many guests and friends of ours have said that we need to get her on our program. She's a journalist and author, guest on a ton of Beatles pods that, that we love and that you love. And, of course, she's got her own show, Talk More Talk, which we're going to talk about. I hear she's the queen of Beatles media. Please join me in welcoming Kit Oh, O'Toole. my goodness. Kit How are you, O'Toole. Kit? This is like famous. We got an FP here. This is famous person level guest. I am so excited. Gentlemen, gentlemen, it is so good to be here. Thank you so much for uh, having me on. I have been aware of your podcast for some time, and and I I said to my co-host on Talk More Talk, I've officially made it. I am on Blotto Oh, my goodness. I think that is uh, the farthest from the truth. Thank you so much for (laughs) coming out. (laughs) Uh, You're coming out to us live uh, from Chicago. That's your home base? Absolutely. Yep. Uh, born and raised. And uh, and as I was saying to you guys before the show, great city uh, to visit in the summer and fall. And uh, that's it. <laughs> Skip it. We love some Chicago. <laughs> We're going to be out there at some point. I want to meet all our, 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 our Beatles friends that we've met over the 
the podcasting stuff. But uh, absolutely, yeah, come on that's, out. That's yeah, there be. are a number. Uh, there are a number of uh, fans out here, and of course, the Fest for Beatles fans is uh, mm-hmm. well hasn't been for the past okay. couple of years for obvious reasons, but uh, but uh, is uh, held in the uh, in the Chicago area every year, and uh, always a ton of fun. So uh, so absolutely, come on out. Yeah, that was something we didn't really know about until we started doing the show. But I think it's now something that we've we've mm-hmm. we want to get out to. I want to, you know, it seems I like do. a good place yeah. to meet all the people we've been talking to. And then, yeah. uh, oh, it's a blast! Even it's a more blast. Beatles people. As Absolutely, long as... it's it's a weekend. It's it's a weekend where one of my uh, good friends, Susan Ryan, who she's coming out with a book soon, she said it's a weekend where you can come and sing the song of your people. I mean, I, I like just want to th- throw yeah. out to our friends Mike and Tim. Maybe it's Devil. Maybe it's uh, Blotto Beatles visits Chicago. Brought to you by Devil's Purse. Just think about that, guys. How great that could be. <laughs> <laughs> Um, before we get too much and drag you into the depths of, of our program, tell us a little bit about what you guys are doing over on Talk More Talk. Well, Talk More Talk is uh, a show. It's both a video cast and a podcast. You can, uh, you know, if you like to uh, watch us or if you just don't really care for that, you can just listen to us. Um, and uh, we, it's a bi-weekly show. Um, we uh, do a, a, the initial video cast live. Um, so that uh, viewers can that join real in. impressive. No, oh, well, well, thank you. Yeah, we decided to do it because we wanted it to be interactive. You know, we wanted uh, viewers to join in, you know, chatting. And so we try to work in uh, comments into the show and answer questions and that kind of thing. And it's a show dedicated to the solo years. You know, we decided there weren't a lot of podcasts out there um, that are dedicated to that era of a Beatles fandom. And so, uh, so we look at, uh, and, and, and when I say we, it's, uh, me, Ken Michaels, uh, Tom Hanyadi. I'm sure many of you know him from the two legs, uh, Paul McCartney, um, uh, podcast. And now it's, that's a video cast as well. And Joe Mayo, AKA mean Mr. Mayo from (laughs) YouTube. He's got a very popular (laughs) YouTube channel. Yeah, I know. I love the name. And, uh, and so we, uh, and we have guests on periodically, but, um, we, it's usually just the four of us. And we talk about topics ranging from, well, one of our favorite uh, things we do is called another listen, where we take an album that was panned when it first came out, you know, maybe critically panned, commercially bombed, and we give it another listen many years later and debate, did it deserve its initial critical and commercial bombing? And, you know, how has it aged all these years later? And those shows are a ton of fun to do um, because, again, what, you know, uh, the- can you... Can you spoil anything and tell us what album you've turned around on as part of this show? You know, I'm. Uh, let me think. Uh, well, one of our most popular shows, period, was Ringo the Fourth. Okay, that was one of our most popular shows, and that was a very you know interesting show to do because I remembered that album being completely terrible. You know, and and it, and it was like you know that is one of the most hated albums. You know, and, and so I thought this is going to be interesting. And listening to it, I mean, I'm not saying it's a favorite, but 
there were a couple moments on there that I thought, yeah, it wasn't as bad as I remembered. <laughs> yep. You know, there were, there were one or two. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, it's it's a favorite for sure, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the train wreck. Oh, and another one, Gone Trapo. That was oh, another. I, I was uh, about to ask if you guys had done Gone Trapo. We have done gone, uh, uh, done gone Trapo. And, you know, that was another one where I thought, you know, the first time I heard it, I did not like that album at all. And going back and listening to it, there are some really nice songs on there. And, and I think it's aged better. Not all of them. Uh, there are like the opening song, I Wake Up My Love. I still can't, can't stand that song. But, but the rest of them, there are some really nice moments on that mm-hmm. record. And, uh, you know, and so uh, it was really a treat to revisit that and, uh, and listen to it with, you know, fresh ears. And uh, so that's one of our most popular series that, that we do. And, you know, people join in and say, hey, you know, I haven't listened to that record in 30 years. You know, but now that I hear it again, uh, you know, it's actually not like I remember. Cool. Uh, and so, yeah, so it's really fun to do episodes like that. But we do all different topics, and as I said, we've had you know guests on, we've had authors, we've had uh, all all different. But it's topics relating to the well, solo I, years. I, so we've been doing it since twenty eighteen. If, if you were to to broaden that, like n- not to bleed too much, the album we're going to end up talking about tonight could easily fall into that category of when like when things are released and how people react to it and what time does to something right and coming to it with some fresh ears i think is a very interesting concept i think that's awesome yeah absolutely i don't want to completely rehash your Beatles story because you've got your own show and you've been on a bunch of shows telling this this before although i did hear that uh I don't want to say it, but your favorite Beatles tune is also the lost Ethan Alexander episode, interestingly enough, we that have. we haven't released yet. And I think we're going to redo it. No one knows what it is at home yet, but uh, we all love that song, too. I think that's a, yeah. that's a big, uh, big pod favorite. But um, what for you is, I mean, it's it's been your world for a long time, but what for you is, I mean, why are you wrapped up in all this, uh, all, all this Beatles, all this stuff. Beatles stuff? You know, what does it mean? Uh, what does it mean for you? Well, I mean, it's it's. You know, I I was hooked from eighth grade. Um, you know, I mean the and the song that that hooked me was Eight Days a Week. Oh, really? Um, I, I will never forget that. Uh, you know, hearing it in eighth grade chorus class in 1985, <laughs> and it was on the <laughs> Beatles, the Beatles' um, greatest hits album, the collection from I think it was '82. Uh, and, uh, you know, the pre one album and, uh, and it was, you know, I heard this song and of course, back then I was, you know, into Wham and Duran Duran and, and, you know, all the, the big, and I, and I still like them, but, uh, but I mean, for some reason, eight days a week, just, just grabbed me and I just had never heard anything like that. And, uh, and after that I had to buy, you know, every album and, you know, it's, once you get addicted, that's right. it. Um, and, uh, you know, you get sucked into you know, going down the rabbit hole. And then you start buying Mark Lewison books. And then you start, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and then you start watching The Complete Beatles. And then you start doing all that stuff. And, um, and then I, I really started getting into it uh, in grad school when I joined Beatle Fan Magazine. Okay. 
Um, and uh, and I'm still with them to, to this day. I'm an associate editor with them now. Um, and I wrote about Beatles websites, and which was fascinating. I still do. Uh, and it's, it's fascinating because I've, I've been chronicling since the days of, you know, dial-up wow. internet. So I've been able to watch fan sites grow since uh, since then uh which has been really uh, fun and of course you know the explosion of social media and how that's impacted fandom um and uh and you know and then i never in a million years thought that i could in any way turn this into like some kind of a career i mean never you know, I mean, I, this was just a, fa- you know, a fun hobby thing. And, and, you know, I thought this was just kind of a, a just a really, you know, passionate, passion I have. And, you know, but to, you know, to think that I could actually turn this into, uh, you know, a career where I could, you know, write about it, publish books, right. um, yeah, podcast, host a podcast, never ever occurred to me so really to think that the beatles you know help me choose a career this is just (laughs) mind-blowing and the the amazing (laughs) thing is kit just from the hour or so we've we've been together even though we've only been recording for about 15 minutes is um it, it, it is evident that your enthusiasm for the subject has not died. And I think work can do that to the things you love. Right. And so how, how amazing that you found something that you you can still hold on to that passion and the joy and be like, yeah, I'm going to give up a Friday night to talk to these three idiots who are having a drink and let's talk about the Beatles. And that's great. Like, thank you very much. I mean, and, and, and if I can send my resume anywhere about my Beatles uh, credentials that will get me into that career, please let me know. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what you, you really, when you guys were talking about, uh, you know, how much you enjoy doing the show and, and your friendship that you have, you know, you really hit the nail on the head about what is so yeah. fun about this fandom, you know, is be just the fun of, of sitting and just talking with fellow fans and enjoying the music and yeah. the, the history and all together. It is just so much fun to talk yeah. about and to share yeah. your, your, you know, your passion and, and all with like-minded, you know, people. What? So I, yeah. I can yeah. see why you like doing this show so much. On the back of that kid, I mean, is right now it's like, is there too much Beatles stuff going on? Like we've got Let It Be coming up. There's Get Back. There's an Imagine re-release. Paul McCartney's got a book coming out. Like, how are you? How are you staying on top of it? And what if this stuff is exciting? We just had the All Things Must Pass release, which I think. Did you I guys hear about Ringo's about, car? Like what yeah. um, Ringo's releasing a car next week? It's crazy. It's like I'm kidding. Ringo's not releasing a car. <laughs> is it called Ringo <laughs> Car? Is that we? <laughs> <laughs> the joke didn't play. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was it's actually because, very interested in that. Yeah, think it's like because at this point anything's exactly. possible. That's the whole thing. Everything yes. else yeah. has been released. That's, yeah. that's kind of like, it. Exactly. A car, you know. yeah, shot, sure. Yeah, shot. a car that only plays Ringo. It's yellow, uh, you know, uh, it's the uh, Ringo the Fourth. Oh, I was going to say it, had, <laughs> it was the Blue Oyster Pearl. Oh, like, oh 
drum set wrap. Those are the two colors you can pick. Yellow submarine or blue historical. I see what you did there. (laughs) Yeah, I mean there in fact I you know, we're we were thinking about doing a a show on this topic in the future on, on Talk More Talk of, you know, is the market being oversaturated, right? right? I mean, yeah. it, it, it is, it, and, uh, and also, you know, how much can our wallets take? Um, well, and, uh, yeah. which there's, is, there's only so many, all things, uh, must pass Uber boxes that, uh, yeah, exactly. that I can buy. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. And you, and you have to draw the line right. somewhere. I mean, that's, yeah. that's for sure. I did not get the Uber box set, but I got the super <laughs> deluxe or I think that's what it was called. Yeah. I got that. Um, are you yeah. a collector? Are you afflicted with this this problem? You like I, physical media? You're I, stacking it up at your house. Yeah, I mean, I will get some of of the physical media, but to a point. Right. I mean, you know, like when when Paul McCartney came out with um, you know Egypt Station a few years ago, and the he had the suitcase yeah. and everything. <laughs> yeah, no. I will not do that. I mean, you know, when I found it, it had stickers and that kind of stuff. My problem no. was I just needed I mean, a new suitcase at that point in time. So it, yeah, like right. two birds, well, you know. Get, you know? You need like... a suit- <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm not one of those people that and that also has to have like every color vinyl no. and that. I mean, I you know, and, pro- and yeah. it props to people who have that passion. That's great, you know. Wonderful. Props, I'm not props one... to, to McCartney's uh, marketing team on yeah. three for that and, one. Because and that, that too. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, his marketing team is, yeah, he, they are worth every penny Paul pays them. That's you wonder sure. if he knows um, as you much know, about those releases as he did about the American Capital, like the, the Capital American releases when he was in the Beatles. Like, yeah, just. <laughs> oh, like it was just happening <laughs> yeah, and Paul's like whatever, relatively unaware. Like, do what like, you're going to do yeah. with it. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I record yeah. the music. You put it out as, oh. as you like. Look who's doing do, impressions. I don't do impressions. <laughs> <laughs> Every podcaster does like a Paul, and I, I don't like it necessarily. Yeah. Sam's, gonna Sam's got a good like Paul, Sam's but he's Paul, also British. But... <laughs> and that's right. He's got yeah, one he's, leg up. Yeah, he's, he's got, got a three head legs start, on that one. You know, but... Three legs up. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I see what you did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm not really I to me it's about the music. Yeah. You know, I mean sure. that's that's my thing. I mean, I'll I'll splurge on a few collector things, but I'm 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 a, I pick and choose a bit more cuz for me it's about the music. Like with the All Things Must sure. Pass set. Yeah, I was very excited about that, but I was yeah. mainly excited about, you know, the demos, the yeah. outtakes. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. my thing. That's where I'm with this Let It Be release that we're seeing and like i i want to hear this original exactly. get back record as it was intended on something yep. you know I, whether i was meant to or not i would like to hear that <laughs> <laughs> exactly i mean that's that's what i care the most yeah. about is you know hearing and of course we've heard a lot of the you know get back sessions and all already on bootleg I and mean, i know there's there's some i forget how many volume set that is circulated for years and years it's like over a hundred volumes or something like that i mean yeah. and, you know i don't need that i'm glad that someone's chewing it up and giving it to me to be honest like oh, i don't like no, you said sure. i don't i don't know if i <laughs> i don't I'm know glad if I it's that. there i'm glad it exists <laughs> but you know i don't need to hear you know Paul and, and John ordering sandwiches or something, you know, ordering out. I don't need to hear that. <laughs> I want to hear that. I definitely want to oh, hear okay. that. Okay, well, you know. 
I have I have some of that. Did he for, say when we start pickles? Talk, <laughs> 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 when we start talking about tonight's track, I do have yeah. a little bit of that stuff. Um, so, um, hey, Becker, Becker, Becker. Um, Kit has talked a lot about the Beatles. She clearly, I mean, she knows Soul, first of all. She knows Motown, second of all. She told us that in the upper. I'm pretty yeah. sure she knows who the Beatles are. Um, you you know who I'm, I'm not, not sure. sure about, though? Not convinced. Scotty. I don't know if Scotty knows it. Oh, you think if this is for Scotty? So. Do, sure. no. do me a favor. <laughs> Being for the benefit Being of Scotty. For the benefit scene. of Mr. Scotty. Can you please tell us <laughs> who are the Beatles? Yeah, I'm going to try, and I'm not going to let you down because Kit's here tonight. So I'm gonna don't do let me down. This, but... Uh-oh, I uh, I could have told these guys it never would have worked out, you know, from Gary, Indiana, a band made of five brothers and a failed musician, father, and manager. Those Beatles are Jackie, Tito, Jermaine, Marlon, and of course the man we're going on to celebrate, Michael. They relocated to L.A., they grinded it out in the road until they kicked it off their own mania and rose to become Motown's greatest selling artist. However, it's Michael you're probably most familiar, and... Uh, do you want me to jog your memory with a couple of the yeah, couple of Michael's no, give big, us big hits, the hits big albums? again? Yeah. Do you like uh, Do you like Off the Walrus <laughs> or do you like Let It Beat It? <laughs> <laughs> so some of his big tunes that I really like, and I think you you probably know him. You know, do you know Rock with You Without You? <laughs> I, I, the the continuing story of Bungalow Thriller. <laughs> Billy Jean, Mister uh, Mustard. <laughs> Elephant Man's Bone After 909. <laughs> oh, can we talk about that one tonight? Uh, Neverland Your Bird Can Sing and uh, Rocky Raccoon Walk. <laughs> that one's That's awful. Not, not your, not that your one finest one. <laughs> not your finest one. Let but, It Beat know. It. Let It Beat It is probably my favorite song ever. That's, that's good. I'd like to hear that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> baby you're a rich man in the mirror <laughs> oh that's good too i like that one that's too. Good. That's good, yeah. you're not talking about you're not talking what happened about the beatles. i i, I love know you beatles. love the beatles but <laughs> there is something going on with your internet connection that we need to figure out because wires are getting crossed and we've discussed this before have you made a call <laughs> have you asked for a supervisor <laughs> have you unplugged your modem and then plugged it back in. Yeah, I fully plugged it back it. in. I waited. I waited thirty <laughs> because seconds because you are talking about. Uh, to some degree, you're talking about the Jackson Five, and then to another degree, you're talking about Michael Jackson. And never you're never, not never. talking about the Beatles again. Um, but maybe we should do like some sort of Jackson Five Michael Jackson mashup podcast that, that we talk about. We could call it like. Um, do you guys? First of all, do you want to have drinks while we do this podcast? Okay, sure. so yeah. maybe we call it "I'll Beer There," and that <laughs> I'll be. I thought there. you were going to call it "Moonshine Walk." <laughs> <laughs> no, because uh, I want to. I want to. I want to acknowledge Tito. Is my thing. I know you're. I know you're anti Tito, and I want. I want to lift that guy up. I think he deserves the credit. Tito and grapefruit. <laughs> Kit, we know you love the Beatles, but I also know that you have a bit of passion for Michael Jackson. Uh, what? Uh, tell us a little bit about the book you wrote on uh, Michael. Oh, man, that's the greatest prolonged introduction to this book ever. I love it. <laughs> no, that, that was probably the most efficient we've ever been in that section. <laughs> 
Do you cover the song Mother Nature's Jackson in that book? That's right. That's right. (laughs) Why was that not in the original mix? That's your best one right there. Oh, my God. Oh my god! Oh man! So yes, this this is uh, <laughs> Michael Jackson FAQ. All that's left to know about the King of Pop. It's uh, it's a part of the FAQ series, or actually a couple of Beatles FAQs. Uh, in uh, well, there's a Beatles one, and then there's Fab Four. Uh, 2.0, and uh, both written by Robert Rodriguez. I'm sure many of you know him. So it's part of that same same uh, series. Uh, and uh, but this one is about. It's not a biography. Uh, this is about his music, his art, his music videos. It covers Jackson Five all the way um, through the last uh, posthumous release, uh, Escape, that came out. Uh, I think it was like 2014. Yeah, 2014. And uh, and it's uh, it's all about that. It's a you know. So I I really impress that upon people. You know, this isn't a sensational kind of thing. You know, it's not about the personal stuff. You know, look elsewhere for that. This this is about his music, his art, um, and so and it found you know a lot of really interesting things about his career. You know how he uh, learned how to dance, how he learned uh, you know how he developed his vocals, um, and of course his collaborations with Paul. You know, of course I brought that up, and uh, and much much more. So uh, so that's what uh, Michael Jackson FAQ awesome. is, and uh, hey. that was a lot of work. I can imagine. Because unlike yeah, unlike the Beatles stuff, I mean, where there are a lot of books out there, it, it was kind of a mixed blessing. Because in some ways, I'm like, oh, great, there isn't a lot out there on Michael Jackson. And then I thought, oh, no, there isn't a lot out there on Michael <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> and so, so I had to do a lot of digging around, and, and uh, it was uh, kind of a challenge. And I can only but, imagine uh, that but, challenge yeah, has it, so much to do with, uh, we've talked about this before, like separating art and artist, right? And, you know, right. some of the things that come along with that. And that's, you know, so good good on exactly. you for that and, and, and doing the work and making that happen, like. Oh, is you. Michael's yeah. music on its own a, a passion for you? Is it part of your interest in in, in Motown and the sort of the, the roots of roots of his stuff? It, it's partially, yeah, it's partially Motown and and part of it. And I was actually approached uh, to do this book uh, by the publisher. They uh, they wanted me, and and the what happened was I had actually uh, when he he died in two thousand nine, I had written uh, a. a the thing for uh, I, I think it was for Blog Critics. I was with this this uh, site called Blog Critics, and I had written um, for you know when after he died a remembrance of when he debuted the Moonwalk on Motown Twenty Five, and I talked about how for my generation that was kind of our Beatles on Ed Sullivan moment. Yeah. I mean, I remember vividly you know, watching that. And the next day I was in sixth grade. Next day we were all on the playground on the blacktop trying to figure out how we did it. You know, I mean, everybody, I mean, I remember that vividly and everybody the next day we're we're not a video podcast but we would make an exception if you would moonwalk for us (laughs) no i never figured oh my goodness she's moonwalking right in front of us look at her go it's amazing 
Better oh, than my glorious. Left to right it is glorious. Oh my goodness, she's going right to left. She's coming <laughs> oh, back. Big she's turn. She's coming nice back. Turn, yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Wow. Oh, wow. that was that I've was never amazing. Seen that that was amazing. And that and that's how you do <laughs> <Yes>. it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, Kid, thank you for, and that was just a moment that we'll have. No, we can I, never. I, yeah. the, the crazy the thing is, that. you said no as you were doing it. That's what was craziest. <laughs> like, it was, I never oh. figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> See how easy it is. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. But, uh, but yeah. So I had written about this. And, um, and you know, because when I was a kid, I, I was a huge, huge fan. And in fact, he kind of brought me to the Beatles yeah. wow. in a way because I bought my first Paul album, Pipes of Peace, because of Michael. Wow. Uh, oh, yeah. Because of Say, Say, Say. Yeah. You know? Say, Say, Say. Yeah. yeah. Sure. That's great. So, uh, so I kind of thank Michael for, for bringing me to the Beatles in a, in a way. Uh, or Paul. I watched that video today because we were talking. I was prepping for the Jackson stuff and I, I thought about Say, Say, Say. And I watched the video and I haven't seen that in a long, long time. It's kind yeah. of. Yeah. That was a great a video. Video when they put like a lot of effort into videos, you know, especially Michael's stuff. But Scotty, while we're here, what you got? Um, we're gonna talk about a song in a minute, right? Could you? Yes, we. And yes, we when we talk about that song, we have a, we have a magical mystery word. Could you, if if we all take our headphones off, could you maybe tell people about what that magical mystery word is right now? All right, sure. here we go. <laughs> Quarryman. All right, so I don't know what it is. Becker doesn't know what it is. Kit doesn't know what it is. But that is this week's magical mystery word. Um, Guys, have we done all... If it's train, I'm going to be so upset. (laughs) (laughs) It almost was. It almost was. That's true. Have we said all we need to say? I mean, is it time for Scotty to tell us about about this week's peak? We really are going with that, huh? <laughs> Can you say pick, Tommy? Just pick. say pick for me once. <laughs> no, I'll say it normal. Pick. <laughs> close enough, close enough. All right. This week's pick, that's how you say it, Tommy, is um, one after 909. And I, I, some, I so often say, the one after 909, but the title is actually just one oh, after man. 909. Thank you. I don't think I know. Wrong? I think you're probably right. I didn't know that. Like, I think you're probably right. Go ahead. I thought you were the scholar. Of the no, that, that's Kiddo Tool. We got her with us. I don't need to be the scholar tonight. Uh, yeah, we got, yeah. This is off Let It Be. <laughs> this is off Let It Be. Um, it's a Lennon tune, like, way back. He says he was probably 17 when he wrote this thing. Um and it's just a rock and roll song. Yeah. Um, and we all know John loves rock and roll. It's a killer rock and roll song. I, I love it. Um, I heard some of the earlier iterations. I like where it got on Let It Be a lot more personally. And I just love that Lennon and McCartney are singing together as one. Like in some of their earlier stuff, they did it for so long. Later as it went along, they might sing in the same song together, but it's not like together like one voice they're doing it in this and they're doing it masterfully i feel um and george is ripping some great guitar licks in this he's just like letting loose he's doing like really fancy fast stuff that he wouldn't normally you know do in a beatles because the beatles are so much serving the song but he's kind of like you know 
punching out there a little bit. I, I really dig that. Obviously, Ringo's holding it down. Billy Preston is just, just such a beauty. Like, he just does, everything he does just is so natural and beautiful and just hitting notes and, and letting them ring out, but not being flashy at all. But it's to me, it's flashy because he looks like he's a magician. But he's just incredible. Um, it has some of those breaks in it. We all love those when they hit those breaks. Rock and roll music does it for years, and the Beatles dug it, and they did it for so long, too. And this is a throwback, you know, let it be. The whole concept of that we'll get into. This is an old tune. It has those breaks in it. I, I like that a lot as well. Um, but we have a lot more we can talk about as a yeah. group. So I just wanted to say those few little things, um, and we can get we can. Li- I would love to give it a listen, right and I would it. love to recommend that uh, because we can't afford to play the whole thing on our podcast. You <laughs> listeners hit pause, and you, you you either drop the needle or throw it up in your Spotify, whatever your method of listening to music is. Throw on one, not the one, as as Scotty masterfully pointed out. Throw throw on one after nine oh nine. Give it a listen, and we and the Let It Be version. We're talking yeah, about we are Let talking it be about Let It Be this yeah. evening. Like we're going to talk about the other versions. This but is this the, is one, the so one. So give it a listen. So, we will right. see you back here in a couple minutes after you finish that one up. So, so I, I oh love getting God. that last listen in before we yes. start talking about it. Uh, tonight's a little bit different. We usually bring a guest in and they bring their track of choice. We had a little funny scheduling stuff the way that we had a lost episode and we've been jumping on stuff and, and, and Kit so graciously got on for this. And um, so we're not going to give you the lead in of saying, why is this your favorite track? Because I don't know that it's your favorite track, but um, we'd love to get your first take on this and uh, dive into it from there. What do you think about uh, One After 909? Well, I mean, first of all, I mean, it's as as you were saying, Scott, in the beginning. I mean, what a great rocker. Yeah. Um, but I I think even beyond that, uh, it it is such a it, as we know, it's one of the oldest songs yeah. that uh, that they uh, recorded, and I think it it says a lot. Uh, it, it it sort of is, is comes full circle for them. Uh, because it calls back to a lot of their influences, yeah. um, you know, because we talking about, uh, you know, trains and so forth. I mean, this calls back to um, Lonnie Donegan, you know, I mean, it's it goes back to Skiffle, yeah. um, you know, with him, of course, with him was Rock Island Line. Um, so, you know, they wanted, uh, Paul said in a later interview, they wanted to write a train song. So, you know, so you have that. Um the close harmonies that yeah. uh, Paul and John sing oh at times. God. They're not always, as, as yeah. you pointed out, Scott, um, you know, singing exactly in sync, but a lot of times. So, you know, you have a little bit of Everly Brothers going on there. Yeah. Uh, you have a little Elvis, yeah. you know, uh, going yeah, on yeah. there. Yeah. Um, uh, you have, you know, a little Rockabilly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you hear so many of their early influences in just that one song, and to have them perform that, you know, toward the end mm-hmm. of of their careers together is just so appropriate. You know, it, it's it, uh, yeah, it's live. This is the live rooftop yeah, one we right. hear, right? Exactly. It's, it yeah, makes but, it even cooler, yes. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it, that's what. And that point is so big. That's what's so poignant to me and in my notes here is that 
they've gone for like the first version of this is recorded back when 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 Paul had like that the cassette tape like in his bathroom and they're recording to now they're on the rooftop right. and they are like full on rock stars and they are dressed like full on <laughs> rock stars like it's just a funny path of things can we just digress for one second about whatever this whatever's is my, this is my favorite part because... about what I can't wait to see in the, the get back to like thing that uh, yeah. Peter Ringo Jackson is coming out with the like, yeah. what comes after psychedelic fashion and they're all trying to figure it out <laughs> you know like, yeah, yeah. All like, yeah. Ringo is wearing a red raincoat <laughs> which is weird and then John and George are wearing fur like furry coats. John looks like real, Paul's real fur. fur. I don't know what George yeah. was wearing at the time. Paul yep. looks the best. Paul looks, yes. he's like appropriately but dressed. But you watch for the, the rest of this, like, yeah. this documentary footage that's coming out, and there's like images of John Lennon wearing like a t shirt with like basically dicky slacks, uh, Converse All Stars, and then like a, a full on like bow tie that you would just pull over your head. Not something that's tied at all. It's like an elastic <laughs> bow tie, like a costume bow tie. It's like, you know, and, and in my mind, that's just yeah. like, all right, so we did, we did, they were, we they were did sorting suits. out their looks, you know, we did psychedelic. Like, what is the next fashion? And they're like, it's, it's yeah. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> is this it, guys? I don't know. I'm not sure, but let's try this one out. But yep. if we go back to it, I think for me, we go back and, you know, it feels like this big expanse of time because so much has passed and we've dissected all of this time. But there's what, like six years since they formally recorded this song with right. George Martin to then doing it on the rooftop and being completely different like boys different to men. Song. Like the the world is so different in such a, like, I think what happened six years ago with us and I'm like. Yeah, we're kind of the same dudes. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? For the Beatles, like six years has changed but, everything. And but here you they know are what? on the rooftop six, and they're singing together. Years, you know, I, like, I'm gonna pause there because six years for us, like we are in our early forties. Like six years for us is not that different. Six years from the age of thirty to twenty four is wildly different. Right? Like I still feel like I, I, I still do, but we're wrong about that. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like where you are at 24 to where you become at 30, like you end up having maybe a career or maybe a family and like all these things drastically change. Yeah. And, they've, like and they've been doing that under at a bar the or whatever. Yeah. And... Anyway, go on. <laughs> uh, pulling back for like a second or two, like, Kit, like where do you stand on, you know, like what are your thoughts on let it be? Interestingly for us also as a podcast, we have only done one other song off Let It Be. We did um, yep. I've Got a Feeling, which is interesting mm-hmm. because we're on episode 34. I thought we would have been and more equal around album. song yeah. right before this one, isn't it? I've Got know, a Feeling goes into One After 909, doesn't it? Yes, you're right. Side B is I've Got a Feeling right into mm-hmm. One After 909. Yeah, you know, I think Let It Be, it's it's really i and i think this is going to be particularly interesting since of course we're going to get next month yeah. uh a lot about let it be wait. with the uh yeah. the box set yeah and then the documentary uh the following month um you know i think there's been kind of an unfair pall over that album for and i don't mean pa P-A-L-L. Kid kid is winking at us right now, so we we get it. We get it. (laughs) Let the record show. 
That's right. She's she's moonwalking and <laughs> winking. It's amazing. It's a, oh my god. Michael Jackson couldn't, couldn't have done both at once, but that. kid has shown us that it's well, possible. That's right. That's right. Eat your heart out. Um, but, uh, but you know, I I think for for too long, you know, there's been because we know the story yeah. of what happened during the recording of that album and all that. I, I think it has colored a lot of people's view of that album. I know that was the case yeah. with me. Um, sure. You know, obviously people who were around when it first came out may have a different view. But, you know, for me, I, you know, and, and all of us who uh, were, you know, born probably afterwards, uh, you know, we knew the whole story behind it. And so listening to the album, it, it just, uh, it, with some exceptions, you know, we just knew, oh, they were <laughs> fighting and they were, you know, the, the, the recording sessions were, you know, horrible. And, you know, and so I think that colored my enjoyment of the album. And, and for a long time, yeah. I think, you know, I thought, oh, this is, you know, their weakest, maybe their weakest album. But, you know, over time, I think there has been a reassessment of of Absolutely. that album and I'm not I'm not saying it ranks as as their best. I mean it it doesn't. But um it's been really interesting like you know with Paul on tour. Look at the different songs he now performs from that. You know, I've got a feeling and that gets a great reaction. Mm-hmm. Um and that is an incredible song. Uh and then of course let it be. I mean that continues to be a standard. Um and you know one after 909. I mean that is uh, uh an incredible uh incredible song in its own right. So I think that it, it's now over the years I think it's slowly getting a reappraisal and it'll be interesting to see over the next couple of months what this you know what the box set and the documentary do to yeah. really invite a, another reappraisal you know i really i i think maybe the album will you know raise be raised a bit in, in stature after this yeah. so do you think like, that okay. what we're getting from the get back teasers and, and all of this stuff, do you have any fear that this is a whitewashing of this period? Or do you think it's a real sort of like, this is them having a good time? I mean, you can't fake that in a way. But like, is Disney and Peter Jackson going to give you any of the the dirt that maybe some people would like to see? I don't know. That's a good question, because that was something I was very concerned about. You know, to be honest, because, you know, we know the original movie. And uh, when I heard that Peter Jackson was going to do it, and when we all heard what the new slant was going to be, I was afraid of that. You know, I thought, oh, yeah. great. You know, he's going to recut it. And, you know, well, first of all, they're not going to get rid of the original Let It Be. You know, that is not going to be out of circulation. They're going right. to release the original version. I think to. it's going to be remastered. Right. Yeah, you can't get rid of that. That is part of the story. Right. You can't change history. Um, but I do think it's good that this other side is being presented because I think it is true. I think there's some truth on both sides here because I think it probably is That's true thing, that not right. every moment of these sessions 
was was hell on earth, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, showing up and hanging, like, between two people. All of them right? had the chance to not show up, really. You any know, any like, argument uh, between yeah. two people is there's the A side, the B side, and then usually the C is what's true. Like you take a little A and a little B, and that's what that's what comes up, right? So, um, exactly. I don't know if it's worth talking about these lyrics because they're kind of funny in a way. Like, I love a train song. I love uh, Crazy Train. I love Train in Vain. I love The Last Train to Clarksville. There's so many. Big train? There's so many train songs. But no one gives their train information as saying, I'm coming on the one after 909. Well, it's a mistake, That's really obnoxious. If you were like, I'm supposed to to pick you up at the train station, and they're like, I'm taking the one after 909, like... Just tell me the one that you're taking. But the, it's a mistake. <laughs> this is cool. the mistake in the lyrics. And Becker, I'm so glad you brought this up. And I'm so glad you helped me earlier today because I texted you and Scotty. And I was like, there is some, like, I remember in the Let It Be original movie or something I read where John in my head would. I'm taking the JetBlue flight after 1237. Right. Jo- but jo- John. Like no In one my says head, it was that. like John being like, I never got these lyrics. And uh, you sent me a, a, a little transcript here of it was actually George. And so let me just read this real quick. Uh, um, George says, as they're, they're practicing the tune during these Let It Be sessions, and George says, we should do it. It's, it's from the first ones. It's from 1958. And Paul says, oh, it's great, that one. And John says, I always wanted to change the words a bit to do something. Paul says, but no, it's great. I never knew what it was about before. I mean, she's on a train. So Paul is saying, we were singing it. I never knew what it was about, right? John says, yeah, yeah, he goes to the station. And then Paul says, yeah, he goes back and finds that it's the wrong number. So, and George says, the wrong location. Uh, John says, because it rhymes with station. <laughs> and then... <laughs> uh, and, yeah, and then they go on about how other people had been and telling them to do that one for years because it was a kind of a fun track. But this idea that like they had this song ten years previous and even they were trying to figure out like in nineteen sixty nine, like what is this song really about? So she's got the wrong location, like there, like she's at a train. She was supposed what? the train conductor, like whoever's on the stage, is telling her to go to the other train or whatever. Yet they never say train in the song. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. That is true, right? Which is one reason huh. why I was gonna pick it as a mystery word. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't I won't pick a lyric. Yeah. Still, still interesting. <laughs> but how was anyone else traveling at the time, right? Like I don't know. I've always assumed it was a train. Because yeah. the well the rail the railman says. Yeah. That's the Right. No, no, I'm just saying yeah, like, yeah. I'm just yeah, saying the word you're, tra- right. you're yeah, calling yeah. it a train song. I know. I'm, I'm just saying yeah. like, they never actually say train. You say yeah, crazy yeah, train, you say that's, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah and and Paul did say in interviews they want they wanted to write a train song, but yeah, that's true. They never actually say the word train. Yeah. So, but I'm I'm also I took the angle interesting and it's an early John song and I never like to look into it too much cuz like they're writing songs that that are, you know, like they're new at writing songs, but is this song interesting if he's chasing a woman and she is giving him 
not all of the information. Like, does that make it like a little bit more interesting? She's like, you know, I'm traveling on the one after nine or nine. So if like you want to find me, come find me. It's you know? the nine so ten, um, John. She's it's chasing the him nine a little ten. Bit. <laughs> yeah, it's not that hard. <laughs> after nine <Yeah>. comes ten. <laughs> but <laughs> does that make it like a little more of like a a mystique or something to be like, oh, you know, if you're, you know, I'll be there, you know. Yeah, I think that. I don't know. Well, and also, uh, I actually wrote about this song in, in a uh, column that um, I, it, it's on hiatus now, but I'm hoping to get back to it soon. My Deep Beatles column that I used to write for uh, something else reviews. I, I uh, wrote about One After 909 a while back, and um, when I was doing research for it, uh, it said, uh, found out that he also may have... Um, borrowed some lines <laughs> from oh, yeah? uh, an Elvis uh, song called uh, Treat Me Nice. They're not, you know, just loosely based some of the lines uh, from 1957. Oh. And um, there's lines um, in her, uh, if you don't treat, if you don't greet me right, ju- uh, don't you ever kiss me once, kiss me twice, treat me nice. Oh. Um, move over once, move over yeah, twice. Yeah yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's possible. Uh, then there's another uh, section in it where, um, you know, that sings. Uh, yeah, well, that's yeah the section you just mentioned. And then there's another section where uh, sings the part about move over, um, or no, the cold as ice part. Yeah. Uh, he sings, "If you don't want me to be cold as ice, treat me nice." And oh, there's, of course, right. the line, cold as ice. And, of course, we all know how much they loved Elvis. Right. So, oh, yeah. you know, so it's possible. Oh, yeah. Well, know. and this is like, the, yeah, a bunch of, you know, 16, 17-year-olds mm-hmm. at this time writing. And the, the original, like, when, when we hear it, and, Scotty, I don't know if you have it on uh, on the ready here, but... When you hear those like demos, that original stuff that we heard on the anthology or you can find on YouTube, it's a wildly different song in terms of the the rhythm of it, right? Like, uh, and I don't know if it's Pete Best versus Ringo, if that's what comes into play, but but can we hear a little bit of that early stuff? about the what we get from the final version and, and that original like there's something about that original that's maybe a little like cleaner and more elvis i think like it's just like straight. kit was saying it's you just, know yeah, and, yeah. and um the the what we get in the final is a little more rollicking or something like right yeah, it's got more. It's energy, very early exciting. Beatles. Like it's yeah. exactly what you would think they would. Well, play I think that's what they're covered. Yeah, like that. Yeah. That's what I come back to. Is like I always <laughs> want. Please, please me to be. I've said this before. Like this rollicking garage rock record that it isn't. You know, and I think yeah. that they are kind of um, playing into that at the end of their lives. Like, oh, this was this early rockin' like 
faster thing that we used to do that maybe they're even rewriting history a little bit in some regard. I mean, I wish the song was on Please. Please. Yes. Like, I, I really wish. Like, I, it, this is a, like, a rollicking like the, affair. Like the Let It Be version or like that version? The, well, I wish that version we just played was on Please Please Me, for sure. I would, I would swap some scenes. Oh, see, Please, I wish Please, the, the song we heard on Let It Be was on Please Please Me. Oh, well, you don't get that. You don't get to get to just the, the end yeah. of but their that, career. This, like, this is the thing. That song, this is, is, that song is performed with the knowledge of everything that but happened But this is before. the thing right. of liking so, the Backbeat like, movie, right? Like, And loving the soundtrack that came out <laughs> yeah, of the Backbeat movie. is like yeah. you want, you want the Beatles like in like their early years to sound a little punk and raw and all of that stuff that goes along with it. But this is the thing where Billy Preston oh my God. playing on the Let It Be stuff... Yeah lifts it his rhythmic yeah his rhythmic yeah. stuff where he's just like just playing so simple you know so simple to him <laughs> i shouldn't say simple but just hitting these yes. rhythms just like you know like just like a great can i propose should, a toast and then playing some melodic a stuff. toast to billy preston right now like that guy what he a added toast. to the beatles <laughs> to billy at, the, at the end of their career <laughs> like yes. billy Pre- but right, i think man but I just want, this is where I was going with this. I think that, you know, Billy's kind of in your left ear and George is in your oh, right ear. Oh, the stereo. And he's really feeding off of what yeah. Billy's doing. He's really loosening up and just like rhythmically playing this stuff. And it's like George doing his like sort of like emotional bends that are like a little off rhythm, but then they come back just at the right time. It's, I think he, you know, the, yes. and what, we're, we're, we're Paul's boom, 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 boom. Obviously, he has to sing. George is just, I mean, John is just, you know, playing the chords and he has to sing. Ringo's holding it all together. But those two guys, like left and right ear, kind of like are just rhythmically playing so much and just being exciting. I love it. I, w- I, I think you, you, nail, you nail it, Scott. I mean, I think the, the early version, the, um, the 63 version i mean it's it's fine i mean it, it, it you know they yeah. play well but it's it sounds a little stiffer to me and and when you Stiff, hear the outtakes uh you know you can hear those on, on also on anthology uh anthology one i mean you can hear how nervous they were i mean you know and, and you can't blame them i mean this was a huge right. session for them um and you can you know you can hear and then of course flash forward uh to 69 and as you said billy preston was such oh, a key ingredient to that Let It Be album and uh, and uh, one after nine oh nine and uh, and if I may but I I have a feeling you guys won't mind if I digress a little bit because I, I think you digress a little bit. <laughs> Kit, the show is on a pretty tight schedule. We run like a train. So. You're looking for the one. We're the we're not we're the nine oh nine. You're looking for the one after. Yeah. 909, all right. But yes, please uh, please take but, us on a digression. But just a, a brief digression. But um, I got to see Billy Preston and, and meet him um, oh at a fest for Beatles oh, fans. Wow. Um, oh nice. Back and it was uh, only oh gosh I think it was only like less than a year before he died yeah. and uh, wow. and he was at the Chicago uh, Fest for Beatles fans, and he did not look well. I mean, he was clearly yeah. you know, kind of frail. and, and uh, But I got to briefly meet him and take a picture with him, and he couldn't have been more gracious. And he wasn't up to performing, like, an entire set, but he did perform Get Back. Yeah. 
and I wow. will never forget sitting in the front row and seeing him do the solo, yeah. the piano solo. I will. Yeah. That is like one of the greatest Beetlefest wow. moments of my well, again, life. Again, to, t- was, to talk about the what ifs, if they had gotten back together a few years later after Abbey Road, would they have brought Billy mm-hmm. back in, and what what that record would have sounded like with the the five of them? Oh. You know, like it would have been amazing. I think. I know he he just really um, well, first of all, I mean, he should have been a bigger star. I mean, yeah. if drugs yeah. hadn't gotten in the way. Um, I mean, he just was immensely talented, but it was just astounding what he did to, you know, kind of get the Beatles back in shape and, and, and you know, pull them and, back together. And to get, get them like in line. You know, yeah, he like, fit. He, and he also wasn't being like, all right, I'm going to use this to propel myself. No, he exactly. was serving the songs as well. He was really just playing the part, and but just so talented and so great at 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 at, at being accompanying accompanying yeah. the four other guys. Yeah, and yet, and and you with know, personality, yeah. with personality, and but as we've been comparing these two versions, you see what a crucial part he played. Oh, wow. Yeah. On one after nine, and the whole maybe he was like, "How's this one go?" And he just started doing it, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, we want to do it like you." Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it feels that way. It does. That's what I was gonna say. It does feel like he is probably part of the driver that freshens this tune up in a way. And like mm-hmm. you were saying, I think he probably drives George. You know, George plays a solo in that early one. And it's relatively, yeah. it's yeah. beatly. It's relatively uninspired for the most part. Yeah. And then for him here. To, to even just have that little riff like like I love that it just kicks in with that yeah. that yeah. piece that's how it and starts yeah. I feel like he's you know right Billy is there to sort of drive everyone a, a, a little bit right like that's why he's sort of brought in and I think George is is coming off him the most right like George well that's why George ends up bringing him on so, all yeah. his tours yeah. in the early yeah. 70s right like that's that's what he's doing yep. yeah yeah, I would want him on everything oh my I God, do. He's I mean, so good. <laughs> I want him to just follow, follow me around, do my yeah. conference calls. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> you were saying Ringo, you know, is holding it down here, and I think, I think the funny thing about this Ringo drumming stuff is that this is exactly what Ringo gets grief for. Like it's unspectacular in the moment. But what else would we be asking Ringo to do on this song? Like that's well, what I, I was. I really hate to be a jerk myself. about this. Like, what? It's way better than what Pete Best is You're doing. Total. On that original, <laughs> right? Like it is. It it, it fits sure. the tune more yeah. than what Pete is doing, and Pete is doing something serviceable. I, I'm, I'm not even saying this to give Ringo grief. I'm really just saying, like, when people yeah. give Ringo grief, what are you asking him to do here? Except to be like, I've got Billy Preston, I've got George Harrison, I've got Paul and John in front of me right now, and like, I, I'm holding it down for him. Like, like I, you know. It, not even I know my place. Like I'm giving them their. And place, six months you know? from like, now, I'm going to give you "Come Together" as a drum beat. You know, like that—that that is going to. Yeah. You're yeah, welcome. Yeah, like I could have done that on this, but it doesn't fit. It fit there, yeah. and that's that's the thing about Ringo. That that's a very good point because you know, yeah, what was he supposed to do? Flashy yeah. fills and drums yeah. solos. And I mean, yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> No. no, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you yeah. want you want a bottom drumming this stuff? You don't at all, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he th- he was really good at knowing when to do a particular fill, or you know, in the case of like come together, yeah. as you mentioned, to do a a, a you know standout kind of pattern. Yeah. This is yeah. not one of those songs. This is a straightforward no. rock and roll 
you know, yeah. kind of song, kind Play of a throwback. What, yeah, why would he do flashy drumming? Well, yeah. It doesn't call for better. it. Yeah. I, I think the, mm-hmm. when we talk a ton about um, getting a glimpse in the Beatles, and, and Kit, you said it earlier about, um, I don't need to hear about what they had for lunch and all of that. But <laughs> for me, what was so big about this song and the anthology release was sort of get them getting them a little bit bickery. <laughs> there is that version where uh, <laughs> John... Uh, it stops and, and and John's like, "What are you? What are you doing? You know?" And, and Paul is essentially being like, "It's a, it's murder. I can't keep up or whatever." And they're talking he about he needs, yeah. he needs a pick. No, first of all, how can they not get Paul a pick? Yeah, like there's no one in the world that can get Paul a pick. He has to bring his own picks like, in his own cases. Like, like, I don't, I don't really thing. understand. But they're kind of annoyed with each other, but they're still being polite. Like it's very British of a fight, you know. So like, Mal, Mal Evans um, was only in charge of underwear. I don't know if you know that. He didn't. He was not in charge of buying them. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, this is not my job description. They were in charge of yeah. their own. Their own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but I loved. Uh, so when Anthology came out, I hadn't. You hadn't got. Uh, from my perspective, I was uh, young. Uh, the internet was super at its infancy. There was not much sort of unlicensed Beatles talking to each other stuff. So to suddenly get the anthology and hear them kind of fighting, but not really fighting, like that was pretty exotic uh, to me about this release. Um, Oh, I'm okay with hearing that kind of stuff in the studio. Yeah, Yeah, I just don't need to know what they had for lunch. That that, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) And I love in that piece, the control room just like cuts them off because like, they're still not like the super famous Beatles, right? Like they're super, super famous, but they can't be just like running tape and wasting money. Right. So the control room's like, here we go. You know, it's just like, all right, boys, get over it. You know, (laughs) but yeah, it has always been a mystery to me. And if I ever, this is my lead. And if I ever met Paul, I would just be like, how come you couldn't get a pick back then? Everyone's always like, what would you say to Paul? Like, what would you say to Paul that he hasn't been asked before? But I would have been like, how come what that day you, you couldn't just get a pick? <laughs> yeah. Um, Who are you asking? What? I've got it. I just what, uh, yeah. don't take it. Kate, if you ask Paul that question someday, I'll be super upset. <laughs> don't steal that from Becker. Yeah. <laughs> that's my, that's I, my I question. I swear I won't, I won't steal that from you. <laughs> I, I think I would say to Paul, tuna fish. Chunk white or solid white? Like, just make the call, man. Like, what, what do you think? And then he would tell me he's vegetarian, and I'd be embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he prefers the, the tuna. Tuna fish. The tofu, had the tofu tuna. Yeah. That's all I had. Kit, what's the... Cl- uh, the last point that I have on this one that I, I, I've overlooked all of this is the, the number nine connection, the revolution, number oh. nine, the number nine dream yeah. connection. And then one I after nine, I hadn't even thought of which, that. That's great. I, I hadn't thought about it for this tune at, at all, but there's, there's something here and we, we have to come up with some material for revolution number nine as a, as an episode. So Do maybe we? we save it for there, but, but John says like, <laughs> doesn't John say like, I don't really know why. There's three, there's six, and yeah. then I picked nine. He says three, six, and nine <laughs> shows up in his life or something. Yeah. He lived on Nine Castle Road. He's born the 9th True. of October yeah. in the ninth month. Like, But he doesn't really answer. If he's even into numerology, that stuff, that much, I guess. But um, it's, I don't know. Yeah. It yeah. keeps coming up. There's something to it. 
Yep, nine kept coming up. I think he actually, particularly after he married Yoko, I think he was in the numerology yeah. many years okay. later, but but not. I don't think he was at this point. No, you uh, you, you, know, rec- but, yeah, you recognize strange. later maybe where these, whether it's a number, an image, or an animal, or all these things have come up in your life, right? Like that you you didn't realize in the moment. That's funny. Yeah, that's yeah, really really odd. Yeah, how how that happened. Yeah, Kit, Nine guys, really... did we <laughs> did we talk about this track? We talked about an episode. We did. We did. Do we want to talk about where it ranks <laughs> among? I, I said Others? I think we, we do. talked about an episode. <laughs> we I think we it. talked about a track. <laughs> I think we talked about a Beatles yeah. song. <laughs> a, a song that also, um, as, as I'm going to bring up our our list here, and we're going to we're right, going to close out um, a song that Scotty and I used to play together. A lot, and then yes. Becker and I, oh, yeah. like we we played the one after nine oh nine. We jammed this as a band. Yeah, for a bit. this yeah. this was a song. One of the first that um, kind of brought me back into playing music as a player, as an amateur player, first of all. But and let it be as a whole. I think. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, a- absolutely. We we. So I love the song. Um, friends, I'm having trouble bringing up the list. This is something I usually do. Beforehand, I got the list. Can you, you share it? it? Is that possible? My computer's um, struggling right now. Share screen. Yep, I'm still here. What does this mean? Sorry, kid. Like security and privacy. Happens. All right. <laughs> it always. <happens. laughs> oh, okay. Something's happening. Did I share? You shared your entire no, desktop. Sure. That's all I can do. Uh, Kit, don't worry. This one. What won't am I doing? Can you guys see the list? That's very, it's small. very okay. tiny. Okay, you're blowing it up. It's very small. All right, we'll let Tommy take us through it, and then we'll we'll decide where this goes. Can you see it, Tommy? See, Tommy see. Tony. 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 <laughs> Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, give me give me one <laughs> give me one second. I'm finally loading up. Scotty, stop sharing. You are Scott. You are now sharing on sharing on sharing. This is Inception. At least what I'm saying. <laughs> That's me. That's I me. got it. It's I'm like good. another okay. dimension. <laughs> All right, we'll come back in. Are you guys ready? So yeah, it, ready. It, ready. So yeah, it is time to finally rank this song, and uh, th- this is going to be an interesting one. So, um, Scott, last time you wanted me to just throw out a a recommendation as a starting point, and then we go. It was kind of like card sharks, higher or lower. Do you, do you want to go better or worse? So, you feeling the same way right now? Yeah, I'd love. I would love to do that mode again and uh, let Kit go first because uh, we haven't revealed our All list. Right, so I'm gonna, and, I'm gonna uh, pick. A, I'm gonna good, pick an. So I'm gonna pick an her. opening bid, and then we are gonna decide if the one after nine oh nine is higher, or lower than that bid. And that first song is from Beatles for Sale, and it is "What You're Doing." Is the one after nine oh nine better or Ooh. worse than? Hey. What you're doing? What you're doing? Oh man, kid, I'd love you to to go first. Guess first. Okay, is it better or worse than what you're doing? Um, let's see. I'm 
I'm just going through the two songs in my head to see yeah. if I what did oh, I this is a tough call. This is a really this tough a good call. Starting point, Tommy though, yeah. Yep. I would say I think I would rank what you're doing above one after nine oh nine. Do we all agree with that take? Scotty and Becker. Do you agree with the take that what you're doing I think is they're one after. pretty neck and neck. Like, I know that about, is a yeah. tough call. Very close. Because what you're doing, and then like feeling blue and lonely, would it be too? Like there's so there's so much more complication in the melody, and like it's it's a cool song. Yeah, give I us, love one. Give after us that one more to to yeah. place these time. Let give us a give us a boundary. Baby, it's you. It's better than that. This is better than Baby. Yeah, I think I personally. love Baby. It's you, but yeah. I do too. Yeah, yeah, but I think that's a little more. Yeah. I don't know. Simple. Okay. Yeah. Ne- next agree. hit. Don't bother me. This is better than Don't Bother. I think it's. Better. I, don't bo- I mean, yeah. Don't Bother Me is important, like as right, a, as right, a right, George right. tune and stuff. But it's. Yeah. You, I agree. How close are we between Do guys, Don't Bother Me and <laughs> What You're Doing? Do you guys want me to get tricky yeah. with you, or you or you want to be real? <laughs> uh, fr- oh. Freeze a bird. Freeze yes. a bird. Freeze a bird. <laughs> I, I think this song is better than. Freeze I think it's better. I agree. I think Freeze right, so here, here's where we're running into bird, problems yeah. because right now, Freeze a bird is two slots <laughs> higher than Don't Bother Than uh, what you're doing. I know this. Our rankings are so screwed up. So, oh. so we have to make a decision now. Is so right now. Don't okay. what you're doing is number twenty five yeah. on our list. Okay. Yes. Number twenty four okay. is. Tell me why. Number 23 is Free as a Bird. Number 22 is Martha, My Dear. So if we're saying this is better than Free as a Bird, it goes between Free as a Bird and Martha, My Dear. If we're saying it is not as good as what you're doing, it goes between what you're doing and Don't Bother Me. This math is getting complicated. I know. My head's starting to spin (laughs) here. This is is too much for Friday night. I got you. I got you. All right. Here's how I'll solve this problem. Is this a better song than Tell Me Why? I say yes. I say yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess so. Is it a, be- it's ah, and it's a better song than Free as a Bird? Yeah. Yes. Is it a better song than Martha, My Dear? No. I don't think I don't so. Think so. Yeah, I guess I agree. All right. That's not. Yeah, I don't, I don't love Martha, My Dear. This is but... our new number 23. The one after 909 is our new number 23 on the list. That's what just happened. Very, Fair enough. Very good. That's fair enough. I'll take it. That's that's a strong that's a strong placement yeah. right now. We're only yeah. on episode thirty four. All things said, yeah, that's I right. Think that got more to go. We have yeah. a long way to go. Yeah, uh, that that ranking will probably change, but that's pretty good for now. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Kit would have Wait, a big disagreement because we I have, have a really uh, important question. We have, uh, have an important question. Are we calling this on our list a Paul song or a John song? Or a Paul this is John song. John. A John is, song. It's primarily John. John. Paul probably yeah. there's some, you know probably contributed some, but it's Input. primarily John. Yeah. All right, perfect. The way I read it, like John wrote this before he even met Paul, and then yeah. Paul like helped him later on. Yeah, yeah. Like finish it. So friends, yeah. where Kit would have a big disagreement with our list is that Uh-oh. number six on our list is long, long, long. 
which Ooh. I don't think you placed that high. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, my goodness, friends. So we have a... Go ahead, Becker. <laughs> no, we can All right. Up. Oh, my goodness, friends. That was another episode of Blotto Beatles. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Did we hit the magical mystery word? This evening? We did not. We did no. not. We did Scotty, no. what was the magical mystery where this evening? What was it? It was train. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted it to be, but I didn't pick that. I picked the Quarryman, actually, because oh, he wrote this. Quarryman is a in the quarry. Yeah. magical yeah. mystery word. Yeah. We never brought that up, and I didn't want it to come up oh too much. Goodness. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's in my notes. I didn't so say it. No. I am Tommy. Yeah, it that was Becker. We are your co-hosts. Um, as always, this this podcast is produced, edited, and magically assembled by your producer and mine, Scotty C. We do have additional musical supervision from our friend and yours, RB. That B stands for Beatles. You can check him out at Rhino Brooks on all the socials. Um, hey, we are also on all the socials. You can find us at Blotto Beatles. But friends, please remember, enjoy Blotto Beatles responsibly. None of us are driving tonight. You should not either. If you have been listening and having a cocktail of your choice, um, but also along with that, if you're sitting at home and having a cocktail responsibly, don't forget right now subscribe, rate us on your podcast app of choice, Kit, or call the oh call uh, Drunk Dial Us as well. That would be great. You can Drunk Dial Us through BottleBeetles.com. You can leave us a, a, a voicemail. You can toss us a few uh, coins in the coffer to. Uh, have us buy a drink but we've had a lovely lovely guest this evening kit o'toole oh my goodness you have been wonderful thank you so much kit where can people find you you so much online well first of all thank you so much for having me this was a blast i had such a great time talking with you guys and and uh just 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 great and uh i you can find me uh my website kiddotool.com uh i you can also find me on facebook uh you can find me on twitter uh at uh, kiddotool and also you can uh, find me through the show talk more talk uh talk more talk a solo beatles video cast we're on uh facebook you can also find us on youtube so uh, check us out Great. Kit, you have been a gracious awesome. and wonderful guest, Thank and you we so hope much. to have you back at some yes, point. Yes. And you know, regardless, we want you to come back with the the song of your pick. Yeah, we're uh, we're going to come back around. But let's also Don't get together, too. whatever the next Beatles fest is, and have a cocktail together. All right, yes. like what? we're coming to oh, Chicago. Blotto Beatles are coming to be Chicago. Gotta get let's there. Do it. Yeah. All right. Oh, I'd love it. Okay, I'll show you guys around. <laughs> Thank you. So, friends. <laughs> I have nothing else to say. You have nothing else to say except for this, and that is peace and love. Peace, love. Peace and love. Peace and love everyone. Thank you so much. Daddy.
was cold. 